stop staring at it, Bess. Stop staring at the Azari. It's fine. It's all perfectly fine. When the doctor said look after it, he meant see that no harm comes to it. Not to stare at it for minutes on end. Oh, this whole thing is ridiculous in the first place. It's safe in the TARDIS. What could possibly happen? Yes, what could possibly happen being stuck in here with a rock that smells like lightning and burgundy and makes people go insane? <sighs> no, stop it, Bess. You're being silly. The doctor said there was nothing to worry about, so obviously there's nothing to worry about. Because the doctor, he's so trustworthy. No, no, you're being unfair, Bess. The doctor may have his less forthcoming moments but he's never been cruel never been malicious if he says it's all right of course it's all right so glad that's settled everything is all right i do have one question though is it me or have i been talking to myself for five minutes straight now who says you're talking to yourself who said that did did i say that think back Bess. Think back to what Simmons was saying when he drove you to Nightstown. Think about his stories about the curse of Azarine. What did he say? Nothing. Absurd stuff. Oh, what did he tell you? Oh, I don't know. Silly stuff. Like, it affects your taste buds, so vegetables taste all dull and chalky. And what are you having for lunch right now? A salad. How is it? <laughs> Bit chalky. Blech doesn't prove anything. I'm not convinced. Fair enough. Remind me though, when you were talking earlier, what did you say it smelled like? Lightning and burgundy? Why? Well, I was simply curious what lightning and burgundy smelled like. It's like, like, wait. No, that doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. But I... Mm, just as I thought. Olfactory hallucinations. Not a great sign. But let's not jump to conclusions. Was there anything else we might be forgetting? Something truly, truly important that Sims may have told you about Azari? He told me. He told me that it can talk. That it's a brilliant conversationalist. It talks and talks and you listen and you respond. And the whole time you never quite seem to realise that it's been speaking in your own voice the entire time. Oh no. Quit lagging behind, would ya? Alright, I hate to break it to you, Volley, but I'm afraid my measured pace is the least of our worries. You know, considering that this entire day has been a string of catastrophes that would be downright hilarious if it were happening to anyone besides us. I can't help but wonder, what is it that makes you think that now is the perfect time to get good and hammered among the lowly serfs of Loden's Gap? Glad you asked, Tapas my old friend. For thanks to your deft handling the situation with the Gabby goon which grabbed my gun, we are now going to have to go back to you-know-who and tell her that we have botched it again. And I'll be scuppered if I'm going to go into a situation like that, Stone Sober. Finally! A compelling argument. I am really and truly impressed. I swear I never knew you had it in you. Just for that so-called witticism, the first round is on you. No. It can't be. You two! What are you idiots doing here? This is my nightmare. You know these two? Why aren't you out there taking care of that thing? 
thing. Because he stopped us. <laughs> Gab? <laughs> me? I caught those two trying to get rid of Fentwood. They threatened me, so I took their gun. You took their gun? <laughs> Wait, you lost your gun? No. Yes. Yes. No. It wasn't a gun. It was a Series 4 Gamma Phase Ion Blaster, and he stole it from her. Have I done the device? Is it done? I don't understand what's happening here. Somebody better tell me. Nothing you need to worry about. Here, have a drink on me. I'm going to take these two outside and get to the bottom of this. Come with me, you low-rent circus clowns. This is literally unbelievable. How is it possible for two people to be this stupid? Somehow you managed to put a deadly weapon in the hands of the one person in Loden's Gap motivated enough to actually use it. If I hadn't rushed you two out of there before you spilled the beans on what we're doing here, there's a very good chance he would have, uh, he would have <laughs> shot us full of more holes than, uh, than, uh, uh, what's that cheese? Hold on a tick. Are you drunk? What? No! My tolerance is very high for alcohol, not for you two. You are? She is? She's completely slow slowed. Well, what do you know about that? It's high and mighty, ripped to the gills like us common folk. That's enough! Oh, what are you gonna do to us? I bet you can barely see straight. And to think, we were so scared of you. Like you weren't even human. But in the end, you're not so special after all. Oh, special is it? You want special? <laughs> I can do special. <laughs> no, even better than that, I can do scary. Do you still have that energy scanner I gave you? Hand it over. There you go, darling. Go ahead. Impress us. What exactly are you? Not now, I'm busy. And there, done. Done? Done with what? Done reprogramming this energy scanner so it has the capacity to remote activate a transmat. And why would you want to do a thing like that? Oh. That's right. Goodbye. You can't. And good riddance. Am I as human as you? Sure. But I'm also much, much smarter. <laughs> so what happened? Who were those two? Some very bad customers, that's all. But don't worry, I took care of them. They've been teleported away into deep space if we're lucky. Or maybe Florida. Either way, they're not our problem anymore. You know, Gav, I've been thinking about your little dilemma. How to get the people on your side. And I think I might have some very helpful information. So now you want to deal? Let's hear it then. 
You know, it's interesting. There's really only a measurable variation of 2.09 in subatomic particles between the solid-state structure of toramite and the solid-state structure of azurine. But in terms of valuation, it makes a whole world of difference, doesn't it? Well, I thought it was interesting anyway. Enough games! No games. You give me the toramite mining rights for Loudon's Gap, and I will give you your precious azurine. Deal? Deal. What? No, out of the question. Sir, be reasonable. The profits we make on those mining rights is multitudes more than the value of the Azarine. It would be a terrible business move. Oh, yes, you're right. The proceeds from the mining rights are what allows me to afford to buy up all the Azarine. Good point, Taro. No deal. But you're only buying Azarine that you already own. You don't need profits to just keep what's already yours. Are you totally daft? I'm not daft, you're daft. This is a business. A business needs profits. Our shareholders... Sir, we do not have shareholders. Shut up, Darrow! Well, I can see that this is going to take a bit more lateral thinking. You know what, Darrow? You raise a very good point. Maybe we've both been thinking a little too small here. What are you talking about? I'm talking about the brand new deal you've just inspired. Mr. Knightston, I've had a change of heart. I am now prepared to guarantee you delivery of the Azarine right here and right now. Finally! Excellent! Hold on, sir. And what's the catch? No catch. Merely the greatest opportunity you've ever been granted in both your deal-making lives. I will give you your Azarine in exchange for a place on your newly formed board of directors. Ladies and gentlemen, meet your new silent partner. Well, not so silent. I am blessed with the gift of gab. Bit of a curse, really. No, absolutely not. Totally out of the question. And you say you'll just hand the Azarine right over? Sir, you're not seriously considering this. Of course he is. Your boss is a very smart man, and he knows exactly what I can bring to the table. Call me overly suspicious, but this all seems like a very different tune than the one you were singing in the torture chamber just a few hours ago. I seem to recall a lot of talk about doom and gloom. And look where that got me. Exactly nowhere. A smart man knows when to change tactics. <sighs> Do you know how many evil corporations the universe over I've thwarted, brought to ruin? More than you've both had hot dinners. But there's always one more, isn't there? Always more greed, always more avarice. You know, I told my friend Bess I would talk some sense into your guest, Noelle. Apparently she's fallen in with some denizens lurking about your city. But I didn't have the heart to tell Bess that she's most likely a lost cause already. Her and everybody else in Loudon's Gap thanks to your boss and his little obsession. The same old story over and over and over again. Frankly, I'm sick of it. So this time I'm going to try something a little bit different. I'm going to appeal to your sense of greed. I'm listening. I can buy off Nightston easy. All he wants is his precious Azarine. See how quickly he was willing to part with the mining rights here just for this chunk of Azarine? The Azarine? It will be mine! Yes, yes, we get it already. But you, Darrow, you're a different case, aren't you? Cold, analytical, a pathetic example of crass materialism at its worst. Stop. You'll make me blush. 
The point is, you're not a fanatic. You're an opportunist, which means there's a deal to be made here. I embrace my mercenary instincts. They've taken me very far in life. But I find it hard to believe that you have anything to offer that would convince me to give you any shares in this company whatsoever. Oh, Dero, Dero, Dero. You really should get to know me. I'm practically bursting with useful information. Here, hand me that pen and that pad. Am I supposed to be impressed? This is gibberish. What is this? That, my future colleague, is a formula for a cheap-to-produce chemical solvent more powerful than anything currently on the market in... What year is this again? 2157? Yes, 2157. Stock that in every hardware store on Earth and your potential return on investment would have a 16 to 1 ratio! I trust you'll understand if I have my research and development team double-check your work. Oh, I insist. Don't you see, Dado? We can help each other, and everybody can get what they want. Then what is it that you really want, Doctor? Other than total freedom for the people of Loudon's Gap? Yes, other than that. I told you, Dado, I'm tired of this dance. If we make a deal here, I will make you richer than you ever dreamed possible. And in exchange, you're going to become one of the good guys. No more oppressing your workers, no more exploiting the land. And the next time some wannabe Tobias Vaughn or Global Chemicals starts to get ideas above their station, you will smash them to bits, making the world a warmer, fuzzier place for all humankind. Nightstin Industries is about to become a gun, one that I plan on aiming at the right targets. No, wait. I actually really hate guns. Note to self, work on a better metaphor. But in the meantime, shall we find me a corner office? Ah, home sweet home. We need to talk. Gav? You startled me! Did... did you break into my house? Hey, are you... okay? You look a bit... oh... What's a nice way of saying deranged? I did it, it seems. I finally figured out how to start the revolution. Careful, Gav. It broke off to hear you talking like that. Urgot is dead, and this is far bigger than him. Look! Is... that...? Pure Azarine? Yes, it is. Urgot had been stockpiling it in a hidden location. A new friend told me where it was. She also told me your little secret, that you've been working both sides, making deliveries to Knightstown. Okay, you caught me. Sorry, Gav, but you know how it is, uh, bills to pay. Uh, say, I can't help but notice that ray gun you're waving around in kind of a worrying manner. It's a Series 4 Gamma Phase Iron Blaster, actually. And if you're worried I'm going to shoot you, don't. No, I have another use for you. You are sane, Bess. You are sane, Bess. You are sane, Bess. Just keep repeating. You are sane. You are sane. You are sane. You're talking to yourself, but you are definitely still sane. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. But I am. I'm telling you, she's not. But And I say she is. I mean, I am. Oh, goodness. I don't know how much more of this I can take. What I could really use right now is anything to drown out these cursed voices! 
Yes, that will do quite nicely. Okay, if I'm understanding this right, it seems to be a scrambled message broadcast on multiple frequencies. Now, let's see if I've been paying close enough attention to the Doctor's incessant knob fiddling to... Yes! I think I've got it! Repeat, this is the Doctor. I'm sending this secret coded message on all frequencies in the hope you can pick it up in the TARDIS. The situation has changed and I now need you to bring the Azarine to Knightstown. It is imperative that you get here as soon as you can. I repeat, this is the Doctor. I am sending this secret coded message on all frequencies. <sighs> Doctor, what are you up to? Oh, this blasted waiting. Your friend said she'd be back by now. Where is she? Friend? The Lady Bess. Oh, Bess. No, I have no idea where she got off to. She was supposed to be getting us help. Oh, then I guess she's doing that then. Aren't these bliss baths divine? It's like I'm soaking in a cloud. Dash it all. This simply won't do. I rather think I'm going to have to take some initiative here. Citizens, come with me. He seems very stressed. Oh well, now it's just me and the delightful works of Calendara St. Vienne. I think I'll watch Wheels of Heel, where she plays a former nurse turned champion roller skater who has to stop a bubonic plague outbreak. Delightful as that would be, I have a better idea. Why don't you get out of that bath, get dressed, and help me out on a very special mission that only you can accomplish? I don't remember this part at all. <sighs> That's because this isn't part of the movie. I, Calendara Saint Vienne, am really and truly talking to you, Noel, whatever your last name is. Wait, no. No way! You're here! You're really here! In the flesh. Or in the hologram, as it were. Wow, this is my dream! I would have so many questions! Like, what is it like to kiss international superstar hunk Laneforth Armbruster? Did you really learn to tightrope walk before you could crawl, like your bio says? And how did you get into the head of an astronaut stroke cabaret singer in your hit holovid? The tune is a harsh mistress. Noel, I need you to focus, okay? There are sinister doings at the heart of Knightstown, and you are literally the only person available to help me stop them. Are you up to the task? Well, I don't see why not. Sims, there you are. I've been looking for you. I need you to... Oh, you're shirtless. Why are you shirtless? Eh, all of a sudden my shirt got real uncomfortable. I think I might have developed a spontaneous wool allergy. But never mind that now. Beth, it's so great to see you. How have you been? Say, what's in the box? I don't have time for pleasantries. This is an emergency. I need you to take me back to Knightstown. The doctor needs my help. Knightstown? Ooh, I don't think you want to go there. I just saw Gav and he really has a head of steam on. He finally convinced the workers to march on the city and demand justice. How did he manage that? He told them that the company had been holding out Azarine on them. He even had a sample to back up his claims. Any minute now, that place is going to be ground zero for the revolution! Uh, his words, not mine. Well, that makes it all the more important that I get there with due haste. Oh, I don't want to talk about that anymore. I want to talk about us. 
Sims, I've made this perfectly clear. I'm appreciative of your help, and I'm sure you will make a fine partner to someone, but that someone is not me, and it never will be. There is no us. You know, I'm getting a little bit tired of you playing hard to get. I mean, really, enough is enough. What's a guy got to do to have his affections returned over here? Sims, you are violating my personal space. This is unacceptable behavior. Back away this instant! Come on, just give us one little kiss. I promise it'll change your life. <coughs> Sims, no! Don't you dare! Unhandry! Look, you've made me drop my... Sims! I'm warning you! I will not be accosted in such a manner! Stop! Never lay a hand on a woman without her permission. Have you taken leave of your senses? And you pretend to be a gentleman? Oh, I see how it is. I'm not classy enough for a lady like you. You're like an angel. It smells like springtime and smooth jazz. And I'm a lowly work. Springtime and smooth jazz? Skin suddenly sensitive to certain fabrics. Oh no. Sims, it's the Azarine. Don't you remember you warned me about those symptoms? Your mind has been affected. Oh, you can say that again. All I can think about is you. And I know, I may not be a gentleman like you're used to, but that doesn't mean I can't become one. For instance, a person who has a classy gentleman type would help you with your things. So allow me to pick up that box that you so clumsily... Say, wait a minute, that glow. I think I recognize that glow. That's Azarine! Do you know what this means? I think I might understand far more than you do. I'm rich. Finally, a chunk of Azarine all my own. I can sell this to Oberly Nightston, and I'll have more than enough money to treat you the way you deserve to be treated. Sims, no! Get it back! The doctor needs the Azarine! Not as much as I do. Don't worry, Bess. When we next see each other, I'll be the perfect suitor. Sims, no! Come back! You don't know what you're doing! Oh, now what am I going to do? You know, once I'm on the board and have a say in such matters, we should definitely look into the decor around here. It's a little overly blue, don't you think? A little red, maybe some yellow here or there wouldn't go entirely unappreciated. Do you think you can toy with me, Doctor? Where is my Azarine? Excuse me. Now that it's just the two of us, be honest with me, Nightston. This city of yours, it's not really made of pure Azarine, is it? How dare you! Come on, I promise I won't tell anyone. Can't have word getting out after all. Just think how terrible it'd be for tourism. You'd have to correct all the travel brochures and don't even get me started on what it would do to the resale value. You're testing my patience, Doctor. And yet you won't do anything, will you? You'll threaten, and you'll fume, and you'll stomp your feet, but we both know that you'll never really do anything, because you want what I have too much. As long as I've got the Azarine, and as long as you're an adult, obsessed, pathetic old fool, I will always have power over you. Thank you. We'll see you soon. Goodbye. Good news, sir. It seems the Azarine is now in the possession of one of our delivery drivers, a man named Sims. He's willing to sell, and he's on his way as we speak. 
So I guess we won't be taking your little deal after all, Doctor. Sims? But no, that can't be right. I left it with Bess. There has to be a mistake. No mistake, Doctor. He texted me a photo. Oh. Oh, well, that is definitely Sims and he is definitely holding the Azarine. <clears throat> so you understand that where I come from, adult, obsessed, pathetic old fool is a term of endearment, yes? How quickly fortunes change, Doctor. The Sims will be here very, very soon. It seems we have no further need for you. <laughs> Sorry, I should take this. Hello? Yes? Yes. Right. When did this happen? Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. I understand. I'll let him know. Who was that? Was that Sims? Is he here? Send him in! Sir, it hasn't even been a minute since he... <sighs> it regards a more pressing matter, sir. What matter could be possibly more important than my Azarine? I've just been informed that a Loudon's Gap worker named Gav has revealed some of our business practices to his fellow workers, and they are marching this way to storm the city and string up everyone inside its walls. Blast it! Will Sims get here before them? I'm guessing not. Well, you two should really have seen this coming. Sooner or later, the people always turn on their oppressors. Doctor, I don't suppose it occurred to you that as long as you're in this office with us, trying to cut a deal, as far as they're concerned, you are one of their oppressors. Oh, good point. 